What's going on, travel family? Shout out to the adventurers near and far. Welcome to Point Noir, home of the Point Noir podcast, where we equip men of color to shift their paradigms through travel. As always, I'm your host, Jerry the Third, aka Kimono Jack, and this right here is the 81st session of the Point Noir podcast. Now, if you are a regular listener of the show, you can already tell there's no music, there's no funky intro, just straight direct and to the point. It's been over a month since I have released a new piece of content for all of you here. So I'm grateful you're still here rocking with the platform and a lot's been going on. So rather than have a special guest or feature another awesome story that we have in the collection, I wanted to get on the mic and talk to you directly. That all being said, let's get straight into that. It's funny to think about all the special sessions that we've put out so far this year. Something special for Black History Month, shout out to February. Something special for COVID-19, shout out to Dr. Dante Flanagan for giving us the time to share relevant information for the community. And here we are again with another special session. So what I want to do is combine a little bit of recent events with some highlights and things to celebrate because there are things to celebrate amidst all of the cultural and social and health discussion going on right now. And for me, this is a particularly difficult sort of session to share with because for weeks I felt like I couldn't do this. As a creative, as a black man, I felt compromised by the information I'm getting on my timeline, the news, the media, the pandemic, everything has really compromised me. It's been difficult to get out of bed before noon some days. It's been difficult to do anything productive in terms of pushing my business and projects in the right direction. It's just been a mess of emotions and waves of sadness and grief. Occasionally it's something funny to laugh at, but it's been rough, y'all. I don't know if you felt like this over the past few weeks or with every new and more rapidly spread news of, of violence against black bodies or people of color. It's been rough. Staying off of social media has been my first go-to tactic and activity because I needed space from there. I was seeing too much from people's IG stories, too much on Twitter, too much on the timeline. It was overwhelming. And I found that rather than getting myself informed or trying to stay abreast of the information that I was reliving trauma in a very, very real way. It was sapping my energy. Of course, that doesn't lead me to create something great. But one thing that I did commit to when it came to noticing and being aware of these emotions and how my energy was shifting, I committed to leading by example. Rather than feeling like I had to show up as some sort of leader or as Kimono Jack or whoever follows me, instead of feeling like I was obligated to process my stuff publicly, I felt obligated to take care of me first. And that was where I started. I got silent. I got quiet. I spent time meditating and reflecting, having a few small conversations with some key people who were able to uplift me. But other than that, it was to myself, making sure I was aware of how news and information was impacting me, and then what I could do to adjust and manage through this wave. And that's been the greatest place that I could recommend starting. If you feel that everything is kind of out of control and you don't know what to do and you can't get a grasp on reality or what's true, what's not true, sit still, spend some time finding what is resonating with you. I've freed myself from feeling obligated to create content or to post my emotional and mental processing 
or even engage with particular aspects of my business because I wasn't in a good place. And I think that with all of our hustle culture and grind culture and the way we earnestly strive to carve an amazing space out for ourselves in the world, we don't see enough of that. It's this expectation that something happened, you have to react. No, fuck that. Something happened, I need to process and make sure that I'm on my A game because if I'm not in the moment, if I'm not present, the things that I create, the way that I come across on the microphone with you is less effective. And I'm in this game to have a positive impact and to maximize these few exchanges that we have, these valuable moments of time that we're spending together. It also gave me the space to recognize that what I'm seeing around me should not be normal. Seeing somebody that looks like you choke to death on a regular basis should not be normal. And by rushing myself to get back to work, I found myself being in a position where I wasn't in integrity with how I was feeling and the things that I needed to pay attention to through my pain, through these emotions that were becoming heightened and becoming more alive for me. We don't have emotions and sensations and feelings by accident. These are signals for us to pay attention to what's going on in the world around us. And for me, it was a, a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of anxiety and worry, not to mention fear. And all of these things were part of the reason that I was inspired to leave the country in the first place. This is such a common part of being a black man in the USA, of being a person of color raised in this aggressive environment. And ultimately, most of us come to a place where we are able to become numb to a lot of these daily concerns and anxieties. But when it's brought up, into your face on your phone a place where you usually go find entertainment and enjoyment and now you're reliving trauma you're seeing people that look like you being killed executed before your very eyes there's only so much of that you can take before i believe it has a major negative impact on your psyche that's not normal that shit is not normal is to to see someone that looks like you killed with such regularity that shit's not good for you. So I got off social media, did my thing, and 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 struggled. Went through my ups and downs, my my waves of thinking this is going to be a good day, and then by 1 p.m. I'm tapped out and capped out. Again, this is all under the guise by of of leading by example. I'm sharing this with you now because one, it's not possible to recap all that I've thought and experienced over the past three weeks and furthermore, that's not my job. I don't believe that's what you come here for to the point noir platform. But I do want to be transparent about what I'm experiencing in this age, because I think that's a level of visibility and awareness that we don't always have. Not all of us process events the same way. Not all of us who look the same experience events in the same way. Not all of us grieve in the same way. And by being consistent with my transparency and honoring my experience, I hope it gives you an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper and honor your own experience. We're all unique. Our diversity is what makes us fucking phenomenal. And sometimes I think there's a lot of pressure to feel like we all have to act or do or think a certain way, and that's simply not the case. Furthermore, I'll say that I feel like there's pressure on people to react and respond and repost and retweet. And that's because in the ways that we communicate, there's a lot of visibility. We feel like there's all eyes on us. Well, listen, I'll tell you from experience, 
that's not a thing. That's not true <laughs> at all. It feels that way, and it's very convincing. It's a very seductive illusion to think that so many people are watching our content and feeds. That's that's simply not the case. I didn't post a single blackout square. I didn't retweet or reshare any information that I thought to be false or inspiring. Nothing. I did nothing. I was silent and nobody hit me up saying, hey, Jerry, where's your voice? We really need to hear your opinion because the world is vast. There are literally thousands of voices who are energized by moments like this, and they're creating and they're putting out amazing content and information. But most of all, it was out of alignment with myself. Why would I set myself up to fail in that way? Silence has its place, especially if you are sharing or posting things that are purely reactionary. We don't always understand the impacts of the information that we do share or how it might not be complete information. So if you don't feel strongly about something, if you aren't willing to stand by that statement and sleep peacefully at night, don't worry about it. It's all good. There will be plenty of world and plenty of people ready to consume your thoughts and content and engage with you when you are ready. But make sure that you are the one controlling the energy of that narrative. I think one of the biggest dangers with our access or biggest cautions, I'll say, with our access to information in the way that we have it is to recognize the difference between information and truth and also recognizing the fact that two half truths that you might have seen online do not give you a full picture. There's entirely too much vying for our attention amidst catastrophe and we need to steel ourselves and be prepared for it. Be prepared for the onslaught of information. Be prepared for the onslaught of just ridiculous things, people talking out the sides of the neck, and then realizing how complicit we are in seeing that stuff on our feeds. Our phones still have off switches. I know it's difficult, but you can dial that stuff back because you need to preserve your mental space first and foremost. To me, that is battleground and stage number one is what's going on in that beautiful gray matter in between your ears. Self-care, therapy, meditation, yoga, journaling, all of these things are kind of picking up as we as a culture embrace mental health a little bit more, but I think sometimes we don't realize how far we have strayed from health and how many of these small yet constant toxic areas of our daily life influence us in a major way over time. As a person who's created their entire life, makes their living creating, that's the space I need to value the most and prioritize my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, my relationships, and then build outwards. So in honoring your experience by recognizing that it has validity, no matter what the popular notion might be, is step number one to finding some peace with that narrative. And over these past few weeks of extreme sadness and grief, not bordering on depression, thankfully, but I've been able to find a lot of gems, a lot of gold, a lot of awesomeness, I'll say, in the emotions that I've felt. And in a lot of ways, it's actually emboldened me to return to this platform with a different sort of energy, a clearer focus, a broader vision for what this platform becomes and what it's already grown into. And it's sort of ironic that this week will be the celebration of our two-year anniversary, Juneteenth. And I'm super excited about that. And with the cultural climate that we're experiencing right now, with the narrative, with all the things going on, I think 
now is a better time than ever to celebrate. Continuing on that idea of honoring your experience, that's what I created this platform to do, was to highlight men of color in travel and open up the minds to the possibility that you could be somewhere besides the United States of America. The last time there was a major national outcry about violence against black bodies, I was abroad, I was in Paris, and getting an outsider's perspective like, damn, the United States is crazy. This is a wild, wild place. And I felt that so much. There was a lot of sadness then, but living through this is, is completely different. Being on the ground, being near the protests, seeing how massive the outcry has been, it feels completely different years later, now in my early 30s. And now I'm even more excited about the Point Noir platform and the things that are to come, because this is also a part of that narrative. Leaving is a part of the discussion that doesn't get brought up enough. And I can't help but think about why we hail people like Harriet Tubman. It's not because she demonstrated peacefully or even asked permission to do the things that gave her peace. She went and did it. It was permissionless. And that spirit is a lot of why I started the platform. Nobody asked me to create a podcast. Nobody asked these guests to be on the show. It's purely out of what they want to do. It's permissionless. We can create, we can design, we can imagine newer realities. And while it might not be the majority of the discussion, and there's a lot of important work that's being done to remedy the situations that have our immediate attention right now, I'm even more appreciative of the fact that there has been this community that includes you listening, that has helped build up this platform that supports something completely different. Getting your passport, seeing the world, seeing what else is out there, maybe living abroad and sharing that experience, being a light for others. This platform embodies the sort of resource that I wish that I had before I left the country for the first time. I didn't see people that looked like me doing this shit. And every time I interview another guest, and we have such diverse guests, and I love it. I imagine there being a 22, 23-year-old version of myself, or even younger, looking at all these different examples and saying, I can see myself in that, or I can see myself doing that shit. I can be like a Beyond Be More. I could be like a Ron L. Perry. I could be like a Jonah out there in the UK. Like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing and something that I think is worth celebrating. I know that I do not pronounce this part of the platform often, and maybe I could do a better job of it, maybe not, we'll see, but the entire premise of this platform is the idea that there are other places and spaces that value you, and it might be worth it to explore, especially when you consider the reality that we could make news at any time for all the wrong reasons, why not go out and see some stuff? The passports are just an introductory way to encourage men of color that they are worth something, they are worth investing in, and that they're worthy of these experiences. And the stories, I feel like, bolster that and encourage that spirit. I've been so uplifted because over the past week, three separate people from completely different areas, people I didn't even know, have reached out to me to learn more about living abroad in Paris specifically, something that was exactly my journey. That, in combination with my reflection, really allowed me to have the courage to get on the microphone and share what I'm sharing with you now. I started this platform to 
influence one person, a person I don't even know yet, but just if one person had the ability to learn from my experience, to learn from these stories, and to seek out their own purpose through travel and whatever that might become, that was worth it for me. So to have three people reach out in a moment where I have been experiencing some of the greatest waves of sadness that I can recall in a long, long time, it felt like confirmation that directionally, this is the right path to be on. And this might never be a popular narrative, but for those who are ready, for those who have the vision for themselves, for those who want to put in the work, we're here for you, hopefully standing out as a positive beacon of light and possibility for what your future and what your narrative could hold. And that's a huge fucking deal. We're about to celebrate two years And without you listening right here, without your support, without you sharing, we wouldn't be able to sponsor these passports. We wouldn't have the attention that we do right now that continues to grow. We wouldn't have the impact. And that's what this is all about. It's not about having just a platform. It's about having an impact, about changing lives. And I'm excited that through this current wave and current lens that we are still going to celebrate our two-year anniversary in a bigger way than we ever have before. We've done events, but what we have coming up this week is super, super special. I got former guest of the show, Darnell Lamont Walker, who's also a director, a filmmaker, to allow us to screen one of his great films. It's called Seeking Asylum. And the entire premise of the film is seeking better pastures abroad as a black person, super simple and super on brand for what we do. So not only are we going to screen this film, but we're going to have a live talkback session with Darnell Walker himself and myself, your favorite Kimono Jack. And we're going to bring this to you on Friday. So it's BYOB, bring your own beverage, pull up, get tickets, bring a friend and kick it with us for a couple hours on Juneteenth. Not only is that a significant holiday for black people here in the states but it's also the birthday of our show so come out kick it bring your party hat bring your good energy it's going to be a fun time different but definitely something worth pulling up for so since you are the podcast listening audience i want y'all to get access to the tickets first they are 100 percent free 99 not charging anything for this all you need to do is go to june19.eventbrite.com Com. I can't even believe that it was available for us to use, but June 19, J-U-N-E, the number one, the number nine, dot eventbrite.com. Definitely check us out on the socials because we'll be talking about it there later on today and going out for the rest of the week. But you can find us, of course, at Point Noir Show on Instagram and Twitter. And you can check out my stuff personally at Jerry underscore the third. You'll see all the promo, all the links, all the visuals. But we have a limited number of tickets. So if you are interested, it's going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 6 to 8 on the Central Time. And if I can do my maths right on West Coast Time, it's going to be 4 to 6. So either way, you have plenty of time to go celebrate however else you want. We wanted to get your attention early in the evening and let you go be dismissed to go party in the ways that seem most suitable for you. But I'm excited. This is going to be super dope. And I'm excited to bring more of this part of the discussion as part of the protest and a potential solution for some. I want to bring this to the forefront and keep bringing this up in people's minds. Because while it might not be a ton of people who feel like, hey, I want to live abroad or even travel, period, This is an important and valid part of people's desires and people's experiences. We're going to embrace all of that shit in one fun way. 
through the podcast and through this awesome movie screening on June 19th this year. So again, Seeking Asylum special Point Noir birthday screening and talkback featuring yours truly and the director Darnell Lamont Walker. Find us june19.eventbrite.com. It's going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I hope to see you there. Following that up, the show will be going on a summer hiatus. I will have one more awesome man of color and his travel perspective to share with you before we close out the month of June. And then we're getting back to building, y'all. It was no lie when I told you that I'm getting energized by all that I've experienced over the past few weeks. It is all going to be used to fortify this platform to make it bigger, bolder, brighter and louder than ever imagined before. And I'm excited to get to work. We just need some time to actually do that work. So look forward to more shows coming in the fall, but definitely one more release for June. Don't want to leave you hanging over the summer. If you ever need to reach out, send me an email to kimonojack at pointnoirshow.com. That's K-I-M-O-N-O-J-A-C-K at pointnoirshow.com. Slide in the DMs. We're always here and we're always listening for you. So thank you so much for two years of support. I cannot believe it. This is beyond my wildest imagination, what we've been able to get through together as a platform. And it's all because of you listening, you giving trust to the platform, you engaging and telling us what you like and don't like. It's been fantastic. So if you do not get a chance to check out our last session before we release for the rest of the summer, and this might be the last time you're hearing me, Seriously, I wish you peace of mind. I wish you health. I wish you safe travels if you're out in these streets. And last but not least, I wish you success in the ways that are most meaningful to you. This is your boy, Jerry the Third, a.k.a. Kimono Jack, signing off. I'll see you soon.